Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is your host, David Ramos, with another episode of Dav Rabbit. Not Dav Rabbit, that's another one of my podcasts. Several streams of income. <laughs> uh, I hope everyone's doing well today and can forgive me from that minor bug I just said right there. But uh, how's everyone doing today? Yeah, uh, the crickets are doing well, I think. Um, today I want to talk about how to swing. How do we swing? And what are swing trades? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I think I'm going to answer those in inverse order. So the first one is what are swing trades? Swing trades is basically trades that you're going to be keeping for about sometimes two, three, four, five days to about a month. And, you know, these type of trades, it's best to play these and buy at the dip. It's best to enter at the dip a very low amount and then you're predicting that it's going to basically reverse and you can use this a lot of what i'm going over right now day trading is the same thing as swinging but in a much smaller time period now the cool thing with swing trades and i'm gonna tell you guys some stocks that you should swing trades is usually smaller cap stocks because these type of stocks have room for in one month to grow anywhere from 50 to 50 percent uh one month and sometimes even two month swings but regardless, 50% in two months, that's beautiful. Listen, that's doing better than most of the people in the market in these hedge funds, these banks, X, Y, and Z, even though I think a lot of good hedge funds, there's a lot of good hedge funds out there that are pretty successful. Anyways, let me uh, continue by saying this, that when I believe that uh, what is swinging, it basically you're going to be holding the position for a, a number of days or weeks. And, you know, and then I'm going to answer the question, how do we swing? How do we swing trade? Uh, and as an options trader, as a primary and options analyst, um, there's we trade a little bit differently when it comes to swinging. Swinging is more of a risk. We prefer not to if we don't have to, if we don't see that we can. But like, it, there's a lot of rules that do stay the same that most of the time it is wise to swing when you're buying a low and you see there is a new high about to be made. Like, let's say you entered the ticker R-I-O-T, a huge Bitcoin sympathy. And we're going to get into sympathies a little bit. And I'm going to speak briefly on this show. And we're going to go into another show specifically about what are sympathies and how to play them. But when it comes to Bitcoin, we see that, oh, Bitcoin's at 63 k but Riot's at $53. Usually, we see a sympathy, it would be Riot would usually be around $60. So this would be a good buy. You know what I'm saying? For a decent amount. And the cool thing about swing trading versus options, swing trading is they don't expire. And they don't deteriorate overnight. So, but when you're able to swing, you're able to see these patterns and you see these on the daily charts. And this is where I'm going to get into some technical analysis. Then you're able to be like, man, that is a good entry. Let me get into there. Let me get the dips. I see there's about to be news and I see continuation of bullish flow and volume volumes and everything we're going to talk about a little bit more i think it's something incredibly important we touched on it a little bit yesterday i think it's time for us to go a little deeper into what is volume volume is the amount of people that buy and sell stock that's it but i mean there's a lot of ways to interpret it you know when you see a lot of volume meaning stocks that have about like a million two million a day being traded you know they're more able to follow patterns a lot easier you know what I'm saying? Because the bigger the volume is, the less, I guess, susceptible it is to market manipulation. You know, even though market manipulation can happen anywhere. But 
if there's a lot of volume, the effects of it is a little bit less. So you're able to predict it using patterns X, Y, and Z. So for example, on swings, uh, the basic patterns I would suggest for everybody, and this is where I come into uh, suggesting into how I would play swings, is playing it using wedges and pennants. Now what's a pennant? What's a wedge? Now all this is pretty much you're looking at a stock and you're like, okay, it's about to break out. You're trying resistance and support zones. Now, what are resistance and support zones? That's a great question. Now, resistance zones is basically, uh, actually, let me give you guys a couple seconds and I'll let you guys ask yourself for one moment. You guys figured it out yet? Oh, no. All right. Let me give you guys another moment. All right, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys by now have probably figured out what a resistance or support zone is. And uh, you guys can pretty much think of it as buy and also sell zones. I know a very great person I've learned this from was Dime, the first person to mention this. I've done a lot of research the moment she mentioned it because uh, Dime is just one of my favorite traders. Uh, pretty much it. So what are these resistance support and all this zones that i'm talking about so it's very easy so first let me say in the context of what actually let me just say overall resistance and support we're gonna go into a little bit more technical analysis later but i just want to say this right now resistance is basically the top level so a stock will go up but it will dip down and it will go up and it will dip down. It will go up and it will dip down. Now, this can happen in the same day. This can happen in the same week. This can happen in the same month. Depending on the chart and the candlesticks you look at, regardless, that would be the resistance for the monthly chart, the daily chart, the weekly chart, X, Y, and Z. That would be the resistance. So, you swing in something, you're looking for that resistance to break out up break the resistance up now the support is the bottom now if a stock is going down for example let's go with resistance right stock goes up but it goes back down but it bounces back up then it goes back down and then bounces back up where it's bouncing back up is the support now this is where we get to the pennants and wedges and all these type of things now i'll be honest I am not the best when it comes to the difference of what is a pennant and what is a wedge, but we are going to go over that in a harmonic definition soon. So that way we can get into the technicals of it because I don't personally think it's the most important thing to know right now. Just talking about this and ascending and descending triangles, all these names. Basically what this means is that you see a point toward the resistance it's getting closer and closer to the support or the support is getting closer to the resistance. Now you would be charting what the resistance, the, the support is by basically connecting the lower, the lows. You would be connecting the lows and the dips, depending on whatever chart you're looking at. If you're looking at the weekly, if you're looking at the daily, if you're looking at the monthly, 
you would connect these, right? And then you would also, for resistance, you would connect the highs together and try to form a line. So that way you can chart the resistance. And depending on what you see there, you might see a triangle going up, ascending triangle, triangle going down, descending triangle. Usually what this means, um, what this type of technical and analysis is it is due diligence it is kind of like news while i was saying a little bit earlier a deal or something but just you don't see it yet but yet you see in the candles Whew. that's like seeing in the, in the in the tea singing the leaves or whatever singing the clouds or the stars but no no you're really seeing it in the candles that something is happening something is accumulating some type of banks are trying to make try and get in you know, for something is starting to happen. You know, you see the sellers starting to come in. You see the buyers. Something is brewing. And one of these sides are going to win. You know what I'm saying? And if the sellers win, obviously, you're going to lose money. <laughs> if the buyers win and the stock goes up, you're going to make money. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what I think. And I think it's good for you to know a little bit of the rumors sometimes. But sometimes you just can't. And sometimes you just don't. And sometimes you just got to play technical analysis there's a lot of sometimes but this stock world is this world of sometimes you know so that's kind of one way you can play it also there's just channels to a place to where you don't really see the support and uh, uh resistance really crossing anytime soon but it's still going up and that can still be a swing you know what i'm saying that's still something you can play you can get in at a little right when it hits support and get out right when it hits the next resistance. And if you play this on the monthly chart and find a channel of the stock continuing to go up, because a lot of stocks do continue to go up, but in the short term, they go down. You know what I'm saying? So if you can play it on the long term, that long term channel, then you can just buy at support and sell at resistance. You know what I'm saying? I think that's another way for us to look at this. I'm not really going to go over indicators too much yet in this episode just because there is a lot when it comes to indicators and I really want to save that maybe for a little bit. And even when I go to day trading tomorrow morning, we're not really even going to go all that into indicator. We're just going to use the one that's relevant to how I trade. And then, yeah, we'll go from there. Um, there's other support lines that you can use as the EMA and the moving averages and all that type of stuff that's definitely available for you to use as support and sometimes resistance. But another key thing you need to learn about support and resistance that we'll be going over in that episode is that whenever something usually breaks resistance, that resistance kind of becomes a new support. And I think that's also something pretty interesting for you to know. I was trading today all on Robinhood, and through that fact, I've been able to be an options analyst and make people money and make myself money. You know what I'm saying? Just looking at Robinhood, one of the absolute worst app for serial investors, people who are actually serious about making money through stocks. I just looked, and I was like, hmm, okay. This line, I can see... Once you look at once you look at stocks long enough, you see them differently. You're like, okay, I see a resistance here, I see a resistance here, and then when it crosses it, that resistance has changed. That support has changed, and it has a new resistance. Then it dips a little bit, dips a little bit. It still goes nowhere near the resistance. I mean, it still goes nowhere near the support, the new support, 
And then slowly hits new support. A lot of people are like, yo, should I leave? Like, um, it's going down. Do we, do we go now? I'm like, hold up, hold up. Let's see. It all depends on your time frame. If you're looking at the 15 second, one minute, 30 minutes, five minutes, it, you know, it's all going to vary. And we're going to go over that definitely in more detail later. But, I mean, we're at 12 minutes right now. So, you know, I could talk about this all day. But I think you got, got the gist of just... Um, what is swing trading and how I swing trade and how to swing trade. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand, buy low, sell high. And that's the biggest difference with long term, that you are you are actively looking for an exit and scale out. Love you guys. Take care. And this has been another episode of Several Streams of Income. Make sure to rate, review, and share. Love you guys. Bye-bye.